Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies and moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of Next Level Leader Podcast. This is the place where we inspire, expose, and empower you with some of the greatest thought leaders, some of the greatest strategies that we believe can be a tremendous blessing into your life. Let me, first of all, thank all of you so much for your continued support, all of you that have been supporting Next Level Leader and been spreading the word. Uh, we've reached another benchmark, and we're grateful for that. Over 50,000 of you have subscribed, downloaded this podcast, and our goal is 100,000 over the next 45 days. So we need your help. Spread this podcast information to everybody you know. Share it. Tell them how to download and subscribe. It's absolutely free, and we certainly would appreciate your support, appreciate your prayers, and all of you who continue to support the work that we're doing to empower leaders. Grateful for all of you so much. And of course, I encourage you to follow me at Joseph Walker three on Instagram to stay connected, ask your questions and to also be able to grab content that we'll be putting out very, very soon. And we appreciate you so much today. Got an interesting topic I want to pour into your life today. It's about maintaining your drive. Have you ever wondered why some people are able to consistently maintain a level of momentum and drive while others fall into a slump? It is important to understand that drive is the key to success. It's the ability to continue to maintain consistency and momentum in the midst of adverse circumstances. That's what drive really is. That willingness to get yourself up and to stay motivated and to keep pushing. Perhaps this title has uh, intrigued you to the degree that you realize that it's something that you need to work on. So what I want to do today is I want to give you seven key strategies that I believe can be incredibly helpful to you in maintaining drive. First, let me tell you a story. You know, this is something that um, I had to work on myself. I remember going through these seasonal slumps in my life with all the things that I was doing. I found myself finding these moments where I just felt like, wow, I just can't get motivated. I don't know how to pull myself out of these slumps. And perhaps you're listening right now and you're thinking that's where you are right now. What I will tell you is that it is truly a mindset and it really takes an awareness of strategic strategies to help get you out of that slump. Today, what I want you to do is I want you to employ and apply all of these particular strategies that I plan to share with you today, because I believe that once you get your drive where you need it and maintain it, nothing will be impossible for you to achieve. The first thing I want to share with you today is that your purpose must be greater than your problems. In order to maintain drive, you must have an awareness that problems are inevitable. In life, as you are a leader, every day you wake up, you're going to have to confront a variety of different challenges and problems. And often these problems are an attempt to drain you, to cause you to uh, experience setbacks emotionally and otherwise. But what you have to do is expect the problems, understand how to deal with the problems by confronting them, but not allowing them to really take your eye off of the purpose by which you are set out to achieve. The purpose is what's greater than the problem. 
In other words, what I'm going after, this, this goal has to be greater than all the negative things that are happening in the journey. And there are many people who are able to kind of shake it, right? Because you don't realize that if it were not for this big thing you were after, you wouldn't have the problems that you're enduring. But the problems sometimes are opportunities for you to really understand the people around you and to develop certain solutions. And I always tell people, I need people around me when I'm dealing with problems who bring not just the problem, but bring solutions. Because here's a time to make some clear assessments about the quality and uh, competencies of the people around you. And uh, because everybody's going to have problems every single day. If you're a leader and the greater you go up, the higher you go up, the more problems you're going to have to confront. But it is the purpose that gets you up. It's the drive. It's the why. It's focusing on the why I do what I do and not the what it takes to do it. That's where drive really is. And so I want to encourage you today to really just process that for a moment and then lock in on what is the real purpose by which you're doing what you're doing. That's the why. And so no matter what's happening in your life, all the problems, all the challenges, all the setbacks, you've got to be willing to say, my purpose, my purpose is greater than the problem. I think you got that, right? The second thing I think that's uh, equally as important is that consistency must be greater than apathy. <laughs> now, you know, the key to success, and I, I'll talk a lot about this, is, is really consistency. And apathy is really the enemy of consistency because when we fall in apathetic ways, we don't really care. We just kind of become slothful It's because we are exhausted or we have lack of planning or lack of balance in our lives. One of the things that you will discover by talking to people who are incredibly successful is they'll tell you they have regiments, right? There's a certain level of consistency. One of the things I try to do every single day is maintain a level of consistency in terms of getting up early, working out, having a healthy breakfast, having my devotion, then moving into my, my schedule. Because I understand that if I maintain that level of consistency over time, everything over time through consistency brings about a level of growth. It yields positive results. That's how your money works, right? Over time, investing consistently, consistently doesn't mean you're not going to have bad markets, but consistently over time, you yield results. If you could ever learn the power of consistency, doing this thing every single day, pushing, going forward, no matter how you feel, mind over matter, getting to a place where you decide that I am going to be consistent in what I am doing and not allow this spirit of apathy to fall in my life. You know, when we become apathetic and we begin to care less, we begin to make compromises, we begin to allow our passion to wane because our convictions are no longer where they need to be. As a consequence, we've just kind of developed this. Well, it is what it is. And we start kind of settling for this place called average. And average is simply being on top of the bottom. And you're called to be extraordinary. And I think that part of that is you've got to maintain this consistency. So whether it's working out, you got to stay consistent. Whether it's eating healthy, you got to stay consistent. Whether it is investing, you got to stay consistent. Whether it's a relationship you're building, you got to stay consistent. One of the frustrating things about all of those areas is that when a person who starts out strong begins to change and wane because of circumstances and they're no longer consistent, right? You go buy all the gym equipment, right? You get everything right. You got the workout stuff. You start out strong. And then all of a sudden, you're looking at the gym equipment. You're looking at the workout stuff like, I don't feel like it today. And the next thing you know, months have passed. You got all this great stuff up there to make your life better, but you're not activating it because of a lack of consistency. It takes consistency, folks, to really move the needle. And you have to overcome apathy. You have to wake up and snap out of it. Your drive is tied to your level of consistency. Great, 
great shooters will tell you it's because we shoot often because we shoot often. I'm saying we, because, you know, I think I can shoot a little bit, but it's, you know, when you go to the free throw line, you make free throws well because you practice it's consistency. So it is incredibly important that you overcome the spirit of apathy and ask yourself, what is it that has you in this place of apathy? Is it exhaustion? Is it, you know, a lack of passion? Uh, Is it frustration with certain circumstances? Well, Remember the first principle, your purpose is greater than your problems, and therefore the consistency has to be greater than your apathy. Now, here's the deal. Here's the third one. And I think this is going to be very, very important for all of us, that our mentality determines our reality. Let that sink in for a moment. Let that sink in for a moment. Our mentality determines our reality. How we view life, what we allow in our mind. Our mind's powerful. And I think it's important to understand that as a leader, you have to have a certain mindset, a certain ethos. I talk to leaders all the time and tell them, listen, as a man thinketh, so is he, right? That is what the scripture says. And I think that it is critical for all of us to really understand now more than ever as leaders that you've got to own your mental space. You cannot allow yourself to allow negative influences to come in and to control, occupy the mental space and, and then control your reality. No matter what's happening in your life, it's your ability to transcend it and be able to say that I control my reality based on how I view it. So when others see setbacks, you see setups, right? When others see breakdowns, you see breakthroughs. Why? Because you have a particular mindset. That's how you don't see the glass half empty. You see it half full. You are an optimist. And sometimes people think that you are, you know, you're kind of not a realist because you are an optimist, but I'm very much a realist and I believe that I think my reality into being. If I think I can, and consequently, if I think that I can achieve, if I think I can uh, be a millionaire, if I think I can graduate, if I think I can start the business, then I begin to control that reality. Because every single day, even when life and negative people begin to ask, well, who do I think I am? I'm like, that's just it, right? I think I am. <laughs> exactly. I am not controlled by the opinions of other people. I am controlled by how I view my reality. When you begin to process that, you begin to realize why the attack is so much on your mind every single day and why these different thoughts and contemplations come in your mind and you have to control that and you have to remember even what the scripture says about pulling down strongholds, right? And arresting these thoughts that are inconsistent with what God has for your life. This is a great opportunity for you right now, listen, to make certain like never before that you absolutely understand the power, listen, the power of your mentality, your mindset is so important. What are you reading? What are you putting in your mind? What things are you pouring into your spirit? Because that is what controls your reality. One of the things I try to do is I try to read often. I'm reading even more now. And when I amp up and I give it to the right books, I often come off of great seasons of reading because I want to put in my mind great thoughts. I want to put in my mind vision and I want to think in a space where I can expand my my reality and outside of my, my existing context, I'm thinking much larger. And when you think like that, you'll find yourself being in situations where nobody's thinking like you're thinking. And uh, it's because you've outgrown certain relationships and certain people, but you have to continue to push forth and realize that this is a great and amazing time to really push your mindset to another place. Your mentality really does determine your reality. Now, here's number four. This is going to be a big one. You have to pour in before you pour out. 
something I had to learn early on, right? I was so invested as a leader and pouring out and helping everybody else. And I was just pouring out and pouring myself out to everybody and saying yes to everything and giving and doing this and wondering what happened to my drive. At the end of the day, I had nothing left. Or the next day I had to wheel myself up and I was, it was so difficult. I was so drained and exhausted. Why? Because I did not take the time to pour in. It is incredibly important for all of us to understand that not only must we pour out, we must also pour in. Ask yourself who's pouring into you, who's mentoring you, who is really helping you in the seasons where you need to be fed. And I think it's important. Leaders need leaders, man. Leaders need to be led. You can't be in authority if you're not under authority. And I think it's important. I hope this podcast is what many of you are using to really pour into you. That's why we established Next Level Leader, because I felt that leaders needed to be poured into, even as you're driving or you're you're in your home listening to this or you're working out. It's just important, right, to understand you have got to pour into yourself. You know, you've got to pour into yourself. I got some great suggestions for you. You know, download the Mount Zion Nashville app and allow the word that God gives to me to pour into your life. Maybe you can share this podcast with other leaders and let this pour into them. Maybe you can get books like No Opportunity Wasted, Restored at the Root, Leaderships. These are books that I've written that may be helpful for you to pour into yourself. You see, if you don't invest in you, then you won't have anything to pour out to anybody else. I think it's a fallacy when we think we can just continue to go and go and go and go and we wonder what happened to our drive. The last thing you want to do is end up bitter, frustrated with unrealized expectations because you've given to everybody else but never poured into yourself. Pouring into yourself doesn't necessarily mean always just pouring in in terms of the work stuff, but it's also understanding, right? How to really live, how to really pour into yourself in terms of having fun, you know, how to just take a walk, how to work out, take care of your body, how to take a trip for yourself, how to go and splur- have a splurge day for you. You've got to do things for you. What's the point of making the money if you're never going to spend something on yourself? Sometimes, you know, I just go and I just buy something because I want to buy it for me. I do it as a reward. After I've met all my objectives and saved all the money I need to save for what all of my objectives, I said, I got to live, right? I don't want to just spend my whole life working. And at the end of the day, you know, I got to be 80 by the time I finally started realizing life. I mean, at some point, you got to be willing to pour into yourself. My question again, what are you doing to pour into you? And I think one of the things we have to reconcile in that is you have to get past the guilt. But some people have a lot of guilt about pouring into themselves, which is very frustrating, right? Because you've got to move past that. You got to get to a place in your life where you say, I got to move past this guilt of pouring into myself. Because if you pour out to everybody else, there's nothing wrong with you taking care of yourself. Every great leader, even Jesus Christ himself, went away to pour into themselves before they came back to pour into others. Here's number five. Put in the work, (laughs) watch this, to get the desired results. Now that (laughs) that may sound very like simple, but you gotta put in the work. This is the grind, man. This is it. You see, a part of this idea of drive is understanding the grind. It's not being lazy. You got to put in the work, man. You got to really put in the work. You know, one of the things that that I talked about earlier about consistency, man, and, and, and that is so important because I've learned and I do it all the time is I try to put the work in. Sometimes it means late at night. Sometimes it's early in the morning. But you got to put in that work. You got to go past that point where everybody else quits. 
real leaders, people who achieve the extraordinary things in life, they go past the point where everybody else quits. That's why Michael Jordan was such a great basketball player, right? Because when others left the gym, he was still in there practicing. That's why Michael Jackson was such a great performer, entertainer, right? Because he put in the work. That's why you can be the great writer you are. You can be the great entrepreneur. You can be the great physician or whatever it is, a teacher, whatever you're called to do. You can do it at a high level, but you've got to be willing to put in the work. It's those moments when you are sitting down and you're doing it and everything in you are saying, okay, I'm just going to walk away and start over. No, you got to go. You got to just sit there and you got to say, you know what? I got to grab a cup of coffee. If I got to walk away for 10 minutes, take a walk, I got to come back. I got to get this work done. This is the grind, man. This is that moment when, you, when you're working out with your trainer and the trainer's pushing you. You're like, oh my God, I don't want to do one more push-up. It's that one extra push-up that separates you from everybody else. If you're going to be an extraordinary leader and you want the desired results, you're going to have to put in the work. You're going to have, you have a picture in your mind of what you want to achieve. You have a picture. You have some idea of it. It doesn't happen if you don't put in the work. That's why it's important to go hard now. It's important to invest now, to have the discipline and the consistency now because the desired results are in direct proportion to the work that you put in. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. And the beauty of it is, is that there is an immeasurable amount of grace I think that God gives to us when we put in the work. And then the yield of what we receive is often not just the natural yield, but there's like a spiritual yield of grace that God honors the work that we do. I think it's important for you in this moment in your life to begin to think about your work ethic. I remember growing up watching my father, right, get up every single day and go to work. And uh, it was very, very, very influential on my life. As a young African-American boy, watching my dad, an entrepreneur, get up, get in that white truck, bag out, and go and clean windows, go and wax floors, go and clean houses all day from sunup to sundown and come home. My dad had a work ethic and that work ethic, even we worked with him during the summer. I used to hate it, but he was putting in us a work ethic that now has translated and transferred to my life right now. People wonder why I do what I do at the high level. You're always doing this and you're doing that and you're always doing this and you all these services you were doing before the pandemic. And now you're doing all these Zooms and you're doing all this stuff and you're creating all this content. And what are you doing? It's because my work ethic is about putting in the work. You got to put the work in, guys. And you got to get away from people that are lazy. You got to get around people that motivate you. Let this podcast be your motivator. Let's go. Let's get up. Let's do it. Let's put this work in. Let's make it happen. You can do this. That's what it means, man. To put in the work. Number six <laughs> is that you have to understand the true measure of the drive is to compete only with who you were yesterday. Can you let that sink in for a second? Compete with who you were yesterday. You can get this in your head, in your spirit, man, to not compete with other people. I mean, I know in business, that's a natural part of business, but I've learned that the truly successful business owners, the truly successful people who do what they do, though they have an awareness of trends and things that may be happening with other similarly situated businesses, for the most part, these are folks who compete with who they were yesterday. And in a real sense, I'm competing with me. I'm competing. My drive is the fact that I want to get better than I was yesterday. I want to read one more page than I did yesterday. I want to do one more push-up than I did yesterday. I want to 
I want to do one more thing greater than I did yesterday. And I think that becomes the greatest thing that can help any of us understand where this drive, this motivation comes from. When we get to that place in our lives, it is an extraordinary thing to see, man. When you come to that place in your life where you can say, I'm only competing with who I was yesterday, then guess what? You're not comparing your life to others. A lot of times people miss out on what they're supposed to do because we live our lives comparatively. All of our energy is focused on somebody else and what they're doing. And we are trolling down their social media timelines, trying to look and see what they're doing versus putting our energy into what we're called to do and stay in our lane. Man, I've learned a long time ago, man, to stay in my lane and keep doing what I'm doing and stay where I am and push and push and push. It is important right now. Think about it again to compete with who you were yesterday. Let that be your measurable. Let that be the thing that you declare. If I'm going to get better at this, this is what I must do. Final thing I want to share with you, and I'm going to wrap all of this up for you, put a bow around it, is that your wins benefit more than you. Now, your wins, (laughs) let me help you understand the drive here. The drive here is that everybody wants to win. And when you accomplish something amazing, you get a victory in life, you get a contract and it's a blessing or you get, say, for instance, you get a position at your job or you get a door opens up or you get this great opportunity. It's never just for you. Your wins benefit more than you. That becomes the drive. That becomes the thing that keeps me moving. I often think about the doors that God opens up for me and I think, wow, this is for my children. My drive is because I know what God does through me is to benefit them. And so my motivation is to continue to be excellent, to continue to produce at a high level so that I can inspire them. It's about my family. It's about people that are depending upon me. And you have to think about your drive has a lot to do with there are people, listen, who have never been born yet, who are going to benefit from what you do. And if you don't get up and you don't do it, you don't move into that thing, you're going to rob the world. You're going to rob an entire generation of something that was so important for them to learn and to do. You see, we have to see ourselves as carriers of greatness. This thing that's in us, Philippians 1 and 6, the thing that God started in you, he will perform to the day of Jesus Christ. That is a real word. And that is a word that says my drive is what gets me out of the bed is realizing that my life impacts more than myself. My decisions impact more than myself. So when I get up and I go and I go strong and I go hard, it's because I'm thinking about all the people who are counting on me. I'm thinking about all the people who I am mentoring indirectly and directly. I'm thinking about my family. I'm thinking about my legacy. I'm thinking about all those things that have been entrusted in my care. And so when I get a win, it's not just for me, but that win is for somebody else. And I think that's why it's important. You counterbalance that over against your failures. And you think, wow, it's like sports. If one person gets penalized, they're not the only one that's pushed back. The entire team is pushed back, right? So if that is the case in failures, it's also in the case in wins. If one person scores a touchdown, the whole team scores. We all benefit from it. We all benefit from it. That is an amazing thing to think through because that should give you the drive right now to begin to reassess your life and to begin to think through 
What have you set to the side that you should pick up again and go hard for? What things should you now re-engage and now begin to say, I've got to get my drive back. See, this podcast is about getting your drive back and maintaining that drive. It's not that you didn't have it. You were very motivated, but things happen. Circumstances come, some things you can't control, the inevitabilities of life, but you as a leader can deal with problems. You're able to handle the things. And that's why, once again, your purpose must be greater than your problems. And once you accept that, and once you realize that even though problems are inevitable, right, how I respond to them should be certain, that I respond to them based on the purpose by which I am called to live out. And that's what keeps me consistent because my consistency is greater than my apathy. I refuse to live in apathy, but I will be consistent. I will wake up every single day with the routine, but will never be interrupted by anything. I am making up in my mind today that a part of my drive is giving me a consistent routine to yield the right kind of results that I need because my mentality determines my reality, right? My mentality, how I think about life, how I view my circumstances is not determined by how other people view it for me. I am in control of it. And as a consequence, my mind is always optimistic. I'm seeing the positive in the negative. I see the up when others see the down. I am a optimist unapologetically. And as a consequence, I realize with that kind of energy, I must pour into myself as I pour out. I must figure out ways to pour into myself creatively and read the right books and take the right trips. And I must do things for me and have splurge days for me. And if it means going to get ice cream cone because I feel like it, I want to do it for me. I've got to do some things for me. I can't pour my life out to everybody else and feel guilty about it. Yes, I'm a giver. I share with everybody else. I'm not a selfish person, but I need to do things for me every now and then. And then I must put that work in, right? I must look at it now and say, I got to go get it. Maybe right now you're sitting up and you're listening to this and you're like, man, I got to put that work in. Maybe now (laughs) the gym is looking more attractive to you. Maybe now picking that book back up is looking more appealing to you right now. Put that work in, man. Because the desired results, the yield that you hope to gain is in direct proportion, the work that you're willing to put in. Then you got to understand, you're not competing with anybody else, but you're competing with who you were yesterday. And your wins will always benefit more than you. You know, the thing that I am very passionate about is seeing you succeed, seeing you become the leader that I know you can become. And as we evolve and every single day, all of us evolve, we realize that these are moments that particularly now when we're being challenged with so much going on in the world, sometimes it takes a little bit more willpower, right? A little bit more prayer, a little bit more connectivity, a little bit more mentoring, to really get to that place that we can truly have our drive. But I believe that this podcast is one that was sent on assignment for you to maintain your drive. But don't let anybody or anything rob you of what you know you are assigned to do. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for listening and I hope that you will not only regain your drive, but you will maintain your drive. Thank you so much for listening. Follow me at josephwalker3 on Instagram. Share this podcast with as many people as you can. You have somebody in your life that you know and you love who needs to hear this one. They need their drive back. Share this and tell them to download Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III. Keep on being a leader that you are. Until next time, you be blessed.
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcast or download it. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.